Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to your D1 TN5 for Thursday afternoon, July 16th. My name is Anthony Grossi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. First, the MEAC has suspended all fall sports and is still considering whether they can be played in the spring. As of now, the winter season is still expected to move forward as scheduled. The Big East will not participate in non-conference competition this fall and says no decision regarding conference competition and championships will be made at this time. The West Coast Conference has set a start date of September 14th for fall sports. According to the release, the decision does not impact men's and women's basketball at this time, and in-person, voluntary, and mandatory athletically-related activities outside of competition, including training and practices, may be conducted at the institution's discretion in accordance with the NCAA's regulations and local health and safety guidelines. The Horizon League will not begin fall competition before October 1st to allow each campus to further focus on ensuring return to campus protocols uphold the council's principle of safety and can be reasonably implemented. Decisions regarding practice and training and the rescheduling of contests will be left up to member institutions. The Athletics Nicole Auerbach reports the Big West is expected to announce a late September start date for fall sports. While the schedule would most likely consist of conference games, Auerbach notes that there will likely be some leeway for teams who can and want to schedule non-conference opponents. The NCAA Sports Science Institute has released the next set of guidelines for the re-socialization of college sport, developing standards for practice and competition model. They include daily health checks, the appropriate use of face coverings, and social distancing during trainings, competition, and outside of athletics testing strategies for all athletic activities, including preseason, regular season, and postseason, testing and results within 72 hours of competition in high-contact sports, and adherence to public health standards set by their local communities. Stadium's Brett McMurphy reports that NCAA President Mark Emmert indicated to the D1 Council that if a decision had to be made now, NCAA fall championships would likely be canceled. FBS officials have said they won't make a decision before late July. Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger reports that per a medical document drafted by Power 5 conferences, football student-athletes who test positive for COVID-19 this fall will be required to miss 10 days of competition, while those found to have had contact with a person who tested positive will have to miss 14 days. The document outlines weekly in-season testing requirements, response protocols for positive tests, contact tracing plans, and considerations for game cancellations, and codifies that student-athletes must be tested within 72 hours of games using the standard PCR test. In addition, the document states game officials in football and basketball should be tested weekly because of their close proximity to athletes, while it does not require coaches to be tested, although staff members must wear a mask on the sideline if they are not tested in the same manner as student-athletes. In financial notes, beginning September 1st, Michigan State Athletic Director Bill Beekman will take a 10% salary reduction, while men's basketball coach Mike Izzo and head football coach Mel Tucker will take 7% reductions as part of an overall plan to reduce salary throughout the department for contract employees making over $100,000. The reductions will be made on a sliding scale and run through August 31st of 2021. The USA Today published its annual revenues and expenses list for public departments with data from fiscal year 19. Texas leads the way in revenues at $223.87 million, rounding at the top five, Texas A&M, Ohio State, Michigan, and Georgia. All Big Ten and SEC public institutions are above the $100 million mark. The top three group of five institutions, UConn, Houston, and UCF. The top three FCS programs, James Madison, Delaware, and UC Davis. According to 2018 tax records, Duke Athletic Director Kevin White received over $1.6 million in compensation. Blue Devils head basketball coach Mike Krzyzewski is credited with just over $7 million, and head football coach David Cutcliffe received $2.8 million, with former women's basketball coach Joan McCallie at $1.4 million. 
the NABC is proposing that the SAT and ACT be permanently eliminated as factors in NCAA initial eligibility standards effective immediately. Harvard men's basketball coach Tommy Amaker and South Carolina men's basketball coach Frank Martin, who serve on the NABC Committee on Racial Reconciliation co-chairs, argue, quote, the ACT and ACT are longstanding forces of institutional racism and no longer have a place in intercollegiate athletics or higher education at large. This is an important step towards combating educational inequality in our country. Peach Bowl Executive Director Gary Stokin confirms to The Athletic that the ACC, SEC, and Big 12 are working on conference plus one or plus two schedules in concert. However, for Stokin, if the games can't be played in front of fans, he notes that we can't make the payout to each school because that revenue comes from ticket sales and in-stadium sponsorships. In such an event, Stokin says his staff has been modeling various capacity scenarios and would still have to negotiate with schools and Mercedes-Benz Stadium on tickets and payouts. ACC Commissioner Mike Oresco says the league is looking at different scheduling models for football, including a hybrid model of eight league games and two non-conference games. New Mexico State AD Mario Malcha says there has been some talk about joining other independent schools to form a football schedule if needed this fall. However, he has that, quote, it was to get everybody 